One day, as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple and preaching the gospel, the chief priests and the scribes with the elders came up and said to him, Tell us by what authority you do these things, or uh, who it is that gave you this authority. He answered them, I will also ask you a question. Now tell me, was the baptism of John from heaven or from man? And they discussed it with one another, saying, If we say from heaven, they'll say, Why do you not believe him? But if we say from man, all the people would stone us to death, for they are convinced that John was a prophet. So they answered him that they did not know where it came from. And Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Kind of a showdown here. They confront him. And they said, tell us by what authority you're doing these things. Who gave you this authority? You know, doing what things more than likely? Cleaning up the temple. Yeah, exactly. And if they say, if he says he has God's authority, they'll condemn him for blasphemy. If he says he doesn't have authority, then he's taken it over where he doesn't have the right. You know, isn't that typical religious establishment stuff? They're more concerned if he's got a license to preach than whether or not what he says is true. You know? It's like, what difference does it make where he got his authority if it's true? Uh, but they want the official authorization. And, of course, they thought it was their temple, so who gave him the, you know, permit to come in and rearrange the furniture? And Jesus answers by doing what? Asking a question. Yeah, a good way to answer is to ask. And Jesus says, if you answer mine, I'll answer yours. He's not under obligation to answer all of them. In a sense, he's testing their honesty as questioners. But if, if they answer the question correctly, it will lead them to be able to answer their own question. And he, Jesus is best at everything he does. He's also the best at asking questions. This is a great one. Was the baptism of John from heaven or from man? Isn't that the question we ought to ask about everything? Every religious belief, every practice. The question is, does it come from God or man? That's always the question. And we know it by whether or not it's in the scripture or not. Uh, we don't ask, well, is it successful? Does it make you feel good? Is it fun? You know, is it non-offensive? Ask, does it come from God or man? That's the question. And uh, they do something kind of funny in trying to answer the question. What do they do? They think through the consequences of the particular answers. <laughs> Which says they are not looking for the truth. Yes. You don't determine truth by analyzing what the result will be if you say one way or the other. You know, if tomorrow you, I were to ask you the question, was Sarah at the Bible study last night? And you say, well, now, if I say she was, <laughs> if I say she wasn't, no, you say, let's see, was she at the Bible study last night or not? You know, duh. They are not concerned about truth. But they realize they're kind of in a dilemma here, because if they say John's baptism was from heaven, well, he'd say, why didn't you believe him? That would be a good question, right? If it comes from God, we ought to believe it. If they say he was from man, well, the people thought he was from God, so they don't really want to admit before the people they're skeptics. By the way, what was the right answer? From God. <laughs> and if, if that's true, then where did Jesus get his authority? John testified about Jesus, it would answer their question for them. But since neither uh, neither answer is going to have good results, they think, what do they say? We don't, we don't know. know. <laughs> wow. That, what are they doing? They are totally evading the truth. And uh, 
you know, you ever known like uh, people at a criminal trial or whatever, they can't ever remember anything that happened. <laughs> that probably happened some to your guys, right? They have a terrible case of amnesia about everything. <laughs> no recollection of the events in question. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of a cop out. Uh, that was their cop out. Of course, you know, look at what this makes them look like before everybody. Totally incompetent. You know, this is a multiple choice question with only two answers, two options. You know, I can't even get that one. You know, I mean, John was super popular not long before everybody gone out to him and been, been baptized and they haven't even figured out if he came from God or man. Well, if they can't judge John, how do they think they can judge Jesus? You know, and so Jesus doesn't answer. Because they have no right to have their question answers answered because they have shown clearly they have no interest in the truth. When they don't when they're unwilling to answer, and they're unwilling to answer because they don't like what he might say next or what might happen next if they did answer, that's clear proof they aren't interested in the truth. You know, and sometimes the best thing we can do when somebody asks especially a prejudicial question. Answer with a question that will answer their question. They're not going to be willing to, to do that. You know, a lot of times they want to put you on the spot, but you turn it back on them with another parallel question, they won't deal with it. You're not under obligation to answer a question to every, you know, a person who's trying to just uh, prejudice the audience. Thoughts and comments? It's, it's interesting that in answering them at the end he doesn't say well I don't know either where I get my authority he mm-hmm. says you're not going to tell me the answer which you so obviously know <laughs> so I'm not going to tell you the answer which you should so obviously know um, I mean it's kind of he, he doesn't let them off the hook but he doesn't he also doesn't pressure them into oh you don't know hmm, let's think about this you know? Yeah, I mean, he knows exactly what's going on. He's, uh, you know, in on their charade. You see this in classes sometimes, like, you know, someone disagrees with the point that's being made, and they say, well, is this a salvation issue? Um, You know, it, it kind of diverts the attention from the point itself to, you know, is this a black and white, you know, you're saying everybody goes to hell if they don't... And if you right. say it is a salvation issue, then you're divisive. And you say if, it's, if you say it's not, then it doesn't matter. Don't talk about it. Yeah. It's a way of stifling discussion. Yeah. And my answer to that would be, what if you knew that God really wanted you to do something, but it's not a salvation issue? Would you do it? <laughs> Just because you want to please him? Or does it have to affect your salvation before you'll try to please him? Do you serve God because you love him or just to get, get heaven? I think I think it doesn't matter, you know. That's and you're exactly right. That is strictly designed to be prejudicial. It's a good illustra- illustration. All right. Well, we'll stop it here and pick up with twenty verse nine.